from the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, of course, I'm referring to Mexican Nostradamus, a.k.a. Ben, and myself, yours truly, Benji, here for another fantastic episode. Shout out to Mike Tacklebox for the music. Rick will not be joining us, unfortunately. He's got a little bit too much to go. And to his credit, he just recorded last night. So what you're hearing right now is a back-to-back. We did miss a week, so I feel this is... You know, this is just right. We're trying to make up for it and drop back to back episodes. So this should come out. Let's see. 133 came out. Yes. Or today. Right. So 134 will come out tomorrow, which would be Sunday, the 19th. Right. Today's the 18th. Something like that. Something like that. But anyway, Something like, I wanna, hold on, hold on. I'm going to check the good old fuzz let's, Yeah, let's make yeah, sure. Today's the 18th. Today's make the 18th. Sure we're factual. So it will be coming out on the 19th, ladies and gentlemen. The 19th. Okay. And yeah, I would have liked to have, uh, you know, the trifecta on board, oh, yeah. but we, we, we couldn't make it happen. But what I wanted to start the show off by saying was, I was just, before we started recording, I was telling you, Ben, uh, as the, the editor and producer of the show, I pay very close attention to the details. So I just wanted to say, Mexican Osadamas and Brown Python, uh, it was just them two on 133, the previous episode to this. It was a fucking masterpiece. Like... I can't say that enough. And people take this and like, oh, whatever. It was like the perfect Skip the Noise episode. So as a producer and a, a fan, I just want to give you guys your your justified due, uh, as as Ooh. they say. So, uh, man, it was a fucking, it was funny. Y'all had some like crazy points. Dude, one of the things you said, Ben, was the, this is why you're my best friend. You said you guys were talking about fucking... Uh, God damn it. The the topic was, oh, like drilling, right? right. Um, I can't remember what, it was like the, what were y'all talking about first? Was it the train derailments or no, before that it was the, which part? Oh, and, anyway, it was, you it was had, magical. You would no, but you had mentioned drilling. Um, like, yeah, they've been, they, they've been drilling to those depths since the 60s. Oh, yeah. Oh like yeah, yeah. We were talking about, we were talking about them feet. not trying to find the fucking like they're they're having issues trying to look for this balloon, Dude, the balloon wreck and shit. That's what and they're was. like, oh, oh, to the bottom of Lake Huron. But I'm like, bro, they've been pulling shit out of fucking ocean since the '60s at the very least. Like that's like you know, I was but like, the time, come on. The timeline was so specific <laughs> that I was laughing because I'm like, this motherfucker knows. Oh, like yeah. you're the only person in my friend group that that would know. <laughs> Like the progression of fucking excavation depths from our, the Great Lakes of the 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 North America. Well, like, you know, fuck they, like well, one hundred seventy-two. Clearly, like ever since the sixties, the technology came out that that allowed us to go to such depths. But you know, prior to that, we could only get about fifty to seventy-five. Like the fuck, dude. I don't. How do you know that, dude? I'm telling you because I looked it up, right? Because they were like, "Oh, oh we're having I fucking problems getting to the bottom." I was like, "Dude, first off, this is a fucking lake," and we just yeah. literally. The crazy part is, we literally just just got shit off the ocean bed for the chinese balloon oh we can drill. substantially deeper right we drill in those <laughs> Dude, we drill like yeah, <laughs> bro, so bro, if, it, if there's oil down there we will get to like 75 oh, fucking miles we down don't give to the core fuck. dude we'll get to the core of the earth dude those <laughs> big, sure those big conglomerates sure, they'll sponsor dude. it they'll, they'll hire fucking bruce willis 
to figure out a way to drill to the core oh, of the fuck fucking yeah, earth. Dude. Fuck yeah. Speaking they're of doing what, that, dude. Poor, poor the Bruce line. Willis, if somebody's gonna bring up, poor guy. Bro, fuck your oh, fuck man. your electric vehicles. Like we're oh, going, man. we're getting the last drop. Do you think I'm crazy? We're gonna get the last drop of oil that exists on this fucking planet. Well, the, see, and that's the thing that people keep trying before to, we go extinct. For real. Well, that's the thing that people keep, I think, blowing completely out of proportion. And I know, and I'm not gonna try to sound like I'm some crazy fucking um right wing conservative person but you don't really realize how much fucking oil we really have it's really not as big of a problem as people like i remember they used to say oh we only have a hundred years worth and then like it's like oh no no we don't we actually have probably a couple hundred years worth so it's not even something that's like got to be like dealt with immediately like if you look at our, our our scale economy we've really only been using oil to its you know, oil, gasoline, et cetera, the combustion engine, you know, has really been completely utilized. It's been around since the 1800s, but as much as the, the environmental impact or not, not the environmental impact, but rather the impact it's had, we have so much oil. And the fact that people don't realize that. And then like, because we were fed that bullshit growing up like oh we have 100 years of oil left maybe 50 right. years of oil left yeah it's like, that was 90s like yeah oh you got uh, maybe 50 years left that was like something perry farrell would say at Lollapalooza. yeah yeah hey guys you know we only have like 25 years of oil you know some shit like that exactly like, we got maybe 15 20 Let's take minutes ecstasy left. and hold hands it's yeah cool. oh dude they were fucking holding hands that was but some like, serious shit back then but but the reality is is guess what folks we there's plenty of fucking oil left and i'm not trying to say like we should go and fucking you know i'm not trying to say we should go and just flippantly you know all drive two miles to a gallon cars but rick at the would. same time rick would say that. oh rick <laughs> he does drive that fucking his car is fucking not a gas zipper but then neither is mine so <laughs> um but but in the end i do think that we do have a, a substantial issue in regards to everything going on with you know with 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 just environmental stuff, so I'm not trying to just take that away. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we'll drill for oil forever. Anyways, long fucking tangent on the fact that these assholes aren't willing to get some scuba mask and go get those fucking parts. And did you hear today? Just to further reinforce it, they've now announced that they're just going to stop looking. Uh, could be the, ser- the so, search is over. Search is over. It's done. So no, all I wanted to say was. um so my thoughts on this, I was so excited about 133 that I right. called this like emergency episode, you know what I mean? <laughs> on, the, on the text thread, literally, because I just want to, like, I just want to kind of give some context. Like I was so fired up to like be a part of skip the noise. And I was like, dude, fuck, I cannot go another week without, um, cause I'm not off again until Friday. So I would miss potentially another fucking week. And I was like, that's not going to happen. So shout props to you, Ben, for being on this oh, call. Yeah, yeah. I was fucking um, down. so anyway, uh, But part of it, too, was I was like, man, because even if y'all wouldn't uh, be able to to get on tonight, I was just going to go live and like basically break down 133. Like, (laughs) in other other words, like the post party (laughs) to like add my shit to it. So we may be doing a little bit of that uh, throughout the show. We got some new shit to talk about particularly the like the teacher shortage and the attacks on the the power grid. And of course, uh, 
Jimmy we, Carter is not we, we in a good spot. We'll get there, but we'll yeah, get we there. Got pl- we got plenty to fucking talk about plenty tonight. Of time. Have lots of fun times. Lots of lots of things to, to figure out. But yeah, so I guess I guess just to kind of start kicking off the mule is, yeah, we, we do have to mention this is something that we didn't get a chance to talk about last night. Is It's kind of breaking news. It's the fact that Jimmy Carter is now entered in hospice, which, you know, for a lot of people that don't realize, like, this guy's the fucking man. Like for real, he is the, the epitome of a statesman. Um, people can say, you know, he, he he may have done not done so well when it came to, um, you know, having more than one term, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, during the um, during the uh, three mile three mile island crisis, he was right there, like crunching the numbers with people to try to like figure out whether or not there was like you know there was fucking. Um, there was that nat- nitrogen bubble there where that's going to cause an explosion. He he's a real president. He, he's a great president or was a great president. And uh, he, he's dedicated the rest of his life to public service. He, I mean, he was like, you know, I remember a couple of years ago, they showed him like a, like a black eye and shit. He had fallen down. And the next day he was at, at Habitat for Humanity building houses. So yeah. just a great statesman, great human being. It'll be a loss of the world. So it's just, it's kind of sad to see uh, the, the, the end. I mean, I know everyone's got to go, right? I mean, that's reality, but it's it's sad when it does happen. Uh, poor dude. So yeah. But, well, and and, yeah. and also too, you know, uh, this this is gonna age us like very specifically. Um, a lot. The president when uh, Mexican Nostradamus and myself was born. Mm. Right. Well, yeah, because you were a year after me. Yep. Yep. Reagan. Reagan won in eighty. So Mex or uh, Rick, he's a couple years younger than us. He can't say the same. No, no, he, no. He was born in the Reagan era, right? Nice. Yes, I'm he thinking. was. I'm, yeah, 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 he was. Okay. Yeah, he was. Which, which is fitting, you know, if you really think of the show. But anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah. So regardless of how you agree with um, him politically, Jimmy Carter, at the very least, is going to go down as, like Ben pointed out, a true statesman and somebody who, you know, a lot of skip the noise, right? We we criticize. Uh, not so much the government as a structure, but the politicians, the ones that are the administrators of these, you know, these, these yeah, deceitful ways, but, but Jimmy Carter, um, you know, how effective he may have been in his term, right. He didn't win it. You know, he didn't get a second term. Uh, I think at the end of the day, right. Like it's not, it's not like he's considered our most forward moving or revolutionary um pusher of policies but you have to say the man cared and the marriage the man truly oh yeah, yeah the, sure. he was truly trying to represent the american people and and committed to the best interest of the american people to in his mind right, right. so every everything he was doing whatever you can say about him uh the actions uh m- matched right the thought process yep. and in the in the talk Yep. So that's something to be said, regardless of where you are, you know, yeah, what, what side of, what side he, of the he fence was a true you fucking American. squawk from yeah. uh, a true American. So it's tough to see him in that spot. And obviously, you know, he's an old, he's up there, dude. Like that. Oh, he's no, he's, he's, old, fucking, he's 98 what? years old, bro. 98 Ooh. years old. So, I mean, I it's hope, a good, he had a good ride. A good I hope run, I dude. make it that run. And to have the uh, mental cognizance he still has. That's some spectacular shit. So you can definitely tell, you know, he was blessed with, uh, with, with uh, you know, with what he did, you know, with his heart's work for the, for the, for the American people, 
for everything else. And so, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's pretty badass. So I, 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 you know, I pray that whatever happens, you know, I mean, you know, I'm not not going to say when he goes. Um, hospice usually means, you know, you're you're pretty close to the time. Yeah, frame. they're just trying to make you comfortable until you yeah. pass. So and and, and it's a thing. it's a humane way to go. It's it's a way of. But I I do have to say that whatever happens to to uh, to 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 good old jimmy that we that he hope he knows that he has he has, always has fans from um from the skip the noise podcast and he was a great america he is a great american hero and, and i pray that uh whatever way he goes he dies he dies with family and dignity which I, I imagine he will i think he has plenty of grandkids was always straight up with his wife was just a good person just one of the very few decent people that somehow became president so Good, you know, so uh, move sailing and just remember second star to the right, straight on till morning. Uh, you'll find Neverland. So enjoy that. Enjoy it. And uh, he did great. He did great over here, man. So anyways, yeah. anyways, moving on, moving on. I think uh, he, gets, he, he gets he gets the solitaire like exploding cards. Yep. <laughs> in screen. Dude. Like when you win. Yep. When Dude. you win solitaire on Windows yep. 94. He did. You know what? It's just G G G G G G G G G G all the cars popping off. I hope, I hope he gets it, man. I hope when he I hope when he closes his eyes and it's and it's time to roll out that he has a beautiful vision or that you know God says, ah, you know what. I'm just gonna go ahead and pick you up now, man. You right. this this place you had to deal with some fucking bullshit. So I'm gonna go ahead and get you now. It's just like so. the the graduation um graduation event of uh University of Phoenix. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. The explode. Oh, what boy. would you call that? Not exploding cards, but like when they start unfolding oh, all God, over the screen. Dude, like that was the, so fucking. It is. It, it's like it's like an orgy of cards. Just all, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're like it's like these solitaire cards are just busting all over you. Um, it's pretty fucking funny. But but yeah, it's it it, it is what it is. But anyways, so um, I don't know. What what are we what are we touching on today? I think well, I, I think you had you had some ideas, right? You had some things that you wanted to kind of touch on from the last show, right? Yeah. So um, we we're talking about kind of people on the downhill slope, and so not so much in life, but y'all had announced that Bruce Willis, right, had had oh, been diagnosed yeah. with so full ass sad. dementia, so which is not a, which is not a good thing. So obviously, that I'm not saying like, oh, the guy's dead and talk about him in memoriam style because he's still around but it's just kind of a cold hard truth that um man dementia is really tough and so yeah. it's sad to see somebody who and you guys kind of honored his career um i just wanted to highlight as i was listening to that um last you mentioned last boy scout oh that was such that was such a big movie, movie um you know, I talk about it sometimes on the show. I don't watch movies like literally at all, especially like if I watch anything at all in the last like two or three years, I might slice, you know, get a taken in like a documentary or something. Right. But I rarely, unless it's like going to the movies with the kids or some shit. Right. Like I never watch like regular, like Hollywood style, like movies with a fucking fictional narrative i just don't i i mean i just kind of lost at some point i just sort of lost the interest oh i get it like get anything it. that came out in the last and i'm not even bullshitting like 15 years i have no idea like i don't know who the popular actors are past like 2005 like i don't have a clue right but uh 
but back when I was younger, obviously you have more time on your hands, right? Right. Movies were something and movies were different. I feel like then, like there was something they hit a little deeper, right? Cause there was less of them. E- each one individually had more of like a cultural impact, if that makes a sense. Right. Um, so anyway, last boy scout was a fucking, you know what I liked about Bruce Willis in, in, in his movies? So he was a badass, right? But it was a badass in a way. It was almost on the screen. It came off as more of a badass because you could actually picture a guy like that. For example, uh, around the, the same time, right? They just come out of like the action 80s with like Commando and Rambo, fucking all the Arnold Schwarzenegger's movies and, and Sylvester Stallone's movies where they're like some, they fucking look like they just came out of Mr. Universe and they got, can't you know what I mean? They're wearing camo and goddamn fucking gunning people down like by the hundreds and <laughs> shit like that like it's that's fantasy you know right, what i mean right. it's like based it's like reality based fantasy you know you're taking something that happens right like fucking mercenaries flying a cessna to some fucking weird south dude. american nondescript fucking command killing literally everybody fucking bomb, dude. or like rambo where he's fucking you know oh, eats dude. eats bullets and like Dude, I believed it. I believed it. Uh, No, I believed it too. But here comes like after, right after that, right? Here comes this like, you know, kind of, kind of grizzly, like every man, you know, he wasn't ripped, like a decent shape, but he wasn't like ripped. It was more of like the attitude and like, so example, like last Boy Scout, right? One of the first scenes he comes home, he's like drunk, you know, he was hung over or whatever. He's found himself in some fucking car or the kids are trying to steal his watch or whatever. Right. And then he gets to his house. You know, obviously it's already like a shit day. <laughs> you know, he gets home to his house and he's like, somebody's bang. Like he already knows like somebody's bang. He's looking at the toilet. He's putting all Cause he's a detective. Right. He puts all this shit together real yeah. quick, dude. He puts his wife, his fucking wife, his cheating ass wife on the spot. So and he's fucking like, awesome. who's in, who, who's in the closet. And he breaks it all down. He tells her, like, shot fucking your hair is dry, but the fucking there's still steam in the shower. Somebody else is here. Yeah. The toilet's up. Yeah. Like this, blah, blah, blah. Like he puts it all together like instantly and he's putting her on the spot. She's <laughs> like, You're fucking crazy. She's trying to deflect. Right. But at the same time, he still knows that this motherfucker's in the closet and he pulls out the fucking gun and he's like, I'm gonna give you the gun three. Or I'm gonna put a bullet in this fucking closet. Dude. <laughs> meditate on that for a hot second one that is fucking Two. badass and then one his, but, dude he's about to yep motherfucker opens it knowing fucking oh. knew it he wasn't playing he knew he wasn't gonna yeah. play he was like yo it's fucking happening and it's his so. buddy and that's yep. the thing too the butt what was dope was like the buddy knew like yo i'm about to die it's over. so he knew to pull the thing like fuck what a great oh I dude feel, i just I mean, not that I watch movies, so I can't really say. I feel right. like that this fucking amount of balls in that scene, like that's just that's oh amazing. fucking for real. Not only the amount of balls, it's amazing, in that scene, dude. just the awesomeness of that fucking that scene movie was, was so so good. fucking good. And you know what? Just it, that's what I'm telling you the the caliber of Bruce Willis. I mean, it, it, did you take like that's why I kind of went off on my little rant. You got you got you take that. Bruce Willis, who fucking you know shoved the you know shoved a guy's nose bone into his brain. Remember, he was being held hostage, and he says, "Hit me again, I'll kill you." And that guy did, and he just fucking just you know just 
shoved his nose bone oh, into yeah. his brain. I was fucking amazing. He said, what the fuck did you do? You yeah. fucking killed him. I said, told him. Told him not to hit me again or I'd kill him. That yeah. was to, to being Hudson Hawk. Like doing like a, a musical slash comedy adventure style movie. Oh, yeah. You know, dude, t- they, were, they were in the Pope. They were in Vatican City. It was the greatest fucking movie ever. Dude, and, and not only that, but he was like a blue, like there was a minute where he was uh, a blue, yeah, like singer. a blue singer. Like a real people forget about singer. that. Yeah. Like yeah. I actually, you know what's so funny? I actually knew him first because I was really into music as a kid. I was always watching fucking MTV and shit. Right. I knew about him as a like a singer first. Really? So like, yes. So whenever he came, because at that point he was in like Moonlighting and uh, fuck, there was a, another show I think he was in before he was like a huge action star. Right. So like that came later. So like I knew him first uh, as like a blues fucking musician. Really? And so I, I thought it was, yeah. So I thought it was wow. weird. And then all of a sudden, obviously he superseded that. But the last thing I want to say about Bruce Willis was like, such an icon that like uh you would use in a comparison you'd be like oh man that's like a fucking bruce willis movie oh you know yeah. what i mean and you're speaking like i thought of that as as i was listening to the episode that when y'all were talking about him and i was like bro like he's one of those guys like when you say a statement like oh who the fuck do you think you are michael jordan you know, yeah, who's exactly. this guy think he is Kobe Bryant? Yeah. I was like, dude, this is some fucking what Bruce Willis movie over here. Yep. Like, holy shit. Like, that's a status. Oh, it was that's a full a fucking status. that's a name, dude. Bruce Willis is a fucking name. I, I mean, Nagatami Towers. I mean, fucking like the greatest one, of the greatest Christmas movies ever fucking made saying. by itself. I mean, dude, you throw that in there with Sin City, um, you know, Pulp Fiction. Uh, there's a I was talking about this movie last night. I couldn't remember. It was that one he did with Christopher Walken where they're in Texas. I, you know, hold on. I got a Bruce Willis. What the hell, Bruce? I'm sorry, guys. We're going to do some fact checking. Bruce Willis. On the spot. <clears throat> Willis. Christopher Walken. Christopher. Who, by the way, is also a fucking amazing person. Yeah. Who? Last man standing. Go, oh, Christopher Oh, Walken. yeah, yeah, yeah. Last oh, man standing. Dude. That movie, I don't give a fuck. If you can enjoy that movie, you don't need to watch movies. That movie was fucking great. It was also, he played a very like, like, yeah, like you said, almost a believable action hero. And it was, it was refreshing to the series. He's like a comic guy. He just fucking did it. And la- dude, I'm telling you, it was fucking great. Yeah. It was like that, the super fucking dry sense of humor. Yep. Like there, I mean granite right it was like a recipe and like every movie he was in like it was kind of like okay it's he's bruce (laughs) you know what i mean like he's playing bruce willis but but like for a hot minute that was like a that was a thing man that was a real so it was it was he was fucking amazing he was and like we were even talking about i mean talk about the who's who's of like who's he was with. I mean, like he ran through oh, the who's all the who's. Are you talking about the who's? the who's? I mean, he oh. ran through all the who's. I mean, yeah, he really did, dude. He was yeah, bro. He went through it and he was a great actor. I and he was fun to watch. And I and I, and you know, you could tell he was one of those guys who was just like, you know, they, they said sometimes he was kind of like they, you know, I guess some people said he had issues, but it always seemed like he was willing to take just whatever role, right? 
Oh, yeah. fuck. I forgot about Death Becomes Her. Even fucking. Oh, my God. That was a good movie. You ever seen that one? I basically, feel like I did, but I just didn't retain it. It has, it has Meryl Streep. No, I do. Yeah, Goldie I definitely. Hawn. Yeah, dude. It's so fucking. I good. did see that, but I, I so there's not a whole lot of memories. Oh, that. yeah, dude. He was so good. He played like this total beta cuck. That was like, yeah, it was That's so, so good. He's so good. And then to me, my favorite movie of all time, The Fifth Element. Which, oh yeah great so that, movie. that's great funny y'all mentioned that too and that was one of those movies that that's like such a great movie and i know you're a huge science fiction Fucking fan i'm as well movie. like i pre i'm not not as much as you but i definitely appreciate uh the genre like the books and the, the movies yep. but i'll have to be honest i never actually saw fifth element although i was in the theater for the entire duration that was we went to this little apartment party i think before a, a, a handful of us went to go see that Right. It was one of those things like last minute, like, oh, let's go see Fifth Element. Uh, maybe I wasn't with you, but I was like with a few people. Yeah, no. And I uh, was just locked. It's I got drugged to it and I was already like fucked yeah. up. <laughs> and I don't even know why. Like I wasn't in the mood to do that, but I was like, ah, they're my ride. So I guess I'll go. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, I guess it's game time. Because I think they were probably more on the, like I had done a little more of the booze. They had done a little more of the, ah, uh, the inhaler, other stuff. So to speak. Right. So. So that that was kind of their vibe, but I was more ready to, you know. No, I get you. Start some shit. So yeah, uh, you know, have some fun and fire. So up. I was sitting in the movie theater, but I was fucked up and I puked and passed out. <laughs> and the best part was my friends that I was with. Uh, like I puked right, and so it's a crowded theater back then. All theaters were crowded. Like every movie was like, you know. And he said, like, a couple people were, you know, they turned around, like, you know, like, started to talk shit. And he's like, turn around, turn around, mind your business, shut the fuck up. And I was like, yeah, dude, he had my back. And I was, that's I pretty was fucking funny. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called a bunch of people out, like, shut the fuck up, like, turn around. What the fuck you call? <laughs> let the, let the, he's wrong. Fucking let him puke. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and that was puke. not, a, but what's funny he's is, trying. like, we, like, that was it. Like, nobody came, <laughs> like, that's, Dude, that's the '90s for you. Like nobody came down. No usher like got me out of there. Oh, that's you good know? old days. On like a fucking Friday or Saturday night. Oh I'm yeah, dude. Act and passed out drunk in a theater, and it wasn't even like oh, it was just a couple people looking around. Like who's this vessel? <laughs> See, you could do that, right? Yeah, man. You could do that time. back then. Now, fuck. Good luck, dude. Good yeah. fucking luck, because yeah, no, you do anything wrong, right? In the fucking movie theaters, you're fucked. Well, I mean, you should yeah. try not to throw up in movie theaters, but nonetheless, um, we digress. But yeah, I, I feel you. It was just it's such a great fucking actor. So it's just it's crazy that he's Audi. Uh, I definitely, you know, definitely, definitely, definitely wanted to just kind of, you know, it, it's it's just sad. It's sad to see. Um, it's sad to see as you get older, you know, and I guess this is, I guess, what everyone has to go through. But as you get older, you see that. You know, some of you are not, I'm not saying Bruce Willis is one of my heroes, but he's definitely someone I look forward to watching in movies. Uh, you know, he's just, he's on that decline and, you know, that's just time. So remember yeah, folks, just, father time wins every fucking time. So enjoy the time you got. But I think one thing that we're, we were kind of floating around that, 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 that you want to kind of talk about, we've kind of mentioned it a little bit before, but I think one of the things that kind of can like i guess uh kindled or just kind of sparked sure. the uh the uh the thought in your head was you know we were talking about the train derailments and how that was kind of funky right, how there's so right, many right. so quickly 
you wanted to kind of touch on uh, the the how we had those power grid attacks last month and everything going on with that. Yeah. So so Rick had pointed out on 133 about how easy it is. I shouldn't even like this is like information. Sometimes I don't even like, <laughs> you know, propelling. Right. Right. To, to bigger degrees. Not that our reach is anything fucking, <laughs> you know, our reach is uh, fucking gigantic massive, or bro. massive, but uh, whatever it, it is, what it is. Um, right. It's still more than one or two people. Uh, so he he had mentioned like <laughs> how easy, like this information being passed around and how to derail trains, right? And right. literally all it is is like a little, you know, little metal piece that serves as a ramp to where that one, uh, you know, the initial set of wheels goes off just a little bit and boom, you know what I mean? There you have it. Um, yep. All kinds of fucking chaos can ensue, especially depending on how it's timed, what, you know, what it's hauling, what's... Fucking oh, it, it's chemicals or what nightmare. kind of chemicals are trying to sneak in there? Like you yep. pointed out, that it's not even the shit that was, uh, you know, there's some sneaky stuff going on as far as like inspection and passing regulation. So, what I wanted to bring up was another thing, man, another something that's very uh doable, right? Kind of on a DIY scale or a DIY, uh, <laughs> you know, um. <laughs> Not sure where I was going with that, but I like it. I like well, wherever you're going. I was a vulnerable it. piece of infrastructure within our American society. Right. Uh, is the fucking power grid, man. And I'll tell you what, ever since that ice storm happened here and everybody started bringing up uh, air cot and Texas being on its own power grid and all these things, you know, thoughts started coming through my head and also the, the elevation of cybersecurity. Um, Cause everything now is, um, uh, basically all the information based you know what do you mean? movement of everything right, right um how vulnerable right just with a fucking code hack and there's millions of these people that know how to hack it's just it's scary right so right. power power grids though right they're physical structures um and they're not honestly very if you want to think about it from from uh they're not very well defended right they might have oh some, at all if, if at all, if, if at, at all, all. Like, if at all, what? Like, yeah. So yeah. literally all it takes is like a fucking set of bolt cutters and a fucking rifle so fucking and you can throw or a fucking can of gas and, and a, you know, some accelerant and a fucking match and you could really make some gnarly shit happen to a, a little community, if not a bigger scale. Well, oh, yeah, I, I, not to, not to terrify everybody, but in the last from, uh, the numbers from the previous year to this year, right. uh, the increases of these attacks to the power grid have increased by over 70%. Um, you Like in the last decade, there, in other words, there was more in the last year than, than there had been in the previous decade. Oof. That's not that's, a good- That's a little terrifying. It's not a good metric. Uh, it's definitely not a comforting metric. Um, so I I- hate to say this, but yeah, some of my fears of the vulnerability of the power grid and what kind of chaos, obviously, because you see it all the time. We see it a lot here and, you know, the the heavy weather events, right? We see how how crazy things can get. Right. Um, so before I even continue, I just want to urge everybody, probably a good idea, purchase a generator. Uh, if you're a stock market <laughs> type of guy, uh, such as myself, you might want to watch things like that, private security fucking generate pro- right i mean generators you know what i mean things like that yeah, maybe on lot. the uptick in the next decade or two uh or and maybe forever 
especially with pieces of sun crumbling off and flying all over the fucking place and changing the polar <laughs> magnetization. Right, there we go. We're the going solar... deeper and deeper yeah, change, to this change, whole change the fucking solar magnetization of the fucking solar. I love whole, it. whole solar I, system. I love where I, I don't know where this is going, but I'm enjoying this whole fucking ride because it's, exactly. it's special and I like it. But but right. I mean, the power grid, it, it is definitely a weakness, but what the biggest weakness i think yeah that that's part of it is our whole infrastructure is the biggest weakness right people don't realize like anything that we really consider important can be wiped out relatively easily our power grid our train system like dude if you bust a couple of tracks in certain key areas shipping's not happening oh and what are you going to do what's the alternative there dude? is no alternative you're just there fucked. isn't Nope, you're fucked. I mean, you are fucking properly fucked. Well, so, think about this too. That's a big Sorry, deal. just tangent, quick. Oh quick, yeah, yeah, no, no worries. Quick, yeah, quick tangent. Um. Uh, so like, remember, you know, people that are gung ho on these basically robot trucks <laughs> that haul the goods around, right, with the electric vehicles and the test, basically, basically trucking Teslas as far as transportation, vehicular transportation across the the United States and supply chain. Think about like if every once once you get to that um that level, everything is now basically hackable. Right. So all of a sudden you've got a whole fleet of these robot trucks. <laughs> it's just like, oh, blah, 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 type in a few lines of code, break through a couple fucking firewalls or whatever, and just like, oh no, stop. Similar to like a more of a guerrilla style of throwing a fucking penny on the railroad tracks, right? And derailing an, an entire chemical environmental disaster, you know? Right. Um, but but much like that, right? So these these attacks on the the power grids and not to even make it even more scarier, but hey, a good number of them have been done by white supremacist terrorist groups. Oh, so that's boy. cool. That's comforting too. Just much like Ben predicted. Um, so I hate to say it, but once again, the the yeah. the kind of desperate state of the world as spelled out by your skip the noise power trio it's just it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's starting to envelop or starting to play itself out in the world just as we designed on this oh. little program that you subscribe to <laughs> it's so fucking it's so scary and so sad that 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 we are at this point but see that's the one thing that i think a lot of people don't realize is that people don't there's so many soft targets in our country and and one and people like of course try to think about the the scarier like the ones like oh the malls or something or schools but really it's our infrastructure right all it takes is and and people don't realize it's our oil factories and facilities i mean yeah they got gates and shit but all it takes is a couple of determined dudes who got a job you know i mean we had 12 guys, you know, or 19 guys, you know, take flying lessons for a couple of months to take down the World Trade Centers. Think about if you had a couple of uh, determined individuals actually go and basically get jobs at an oil facility and just take it out. I mean, we we have some serious, serious, serious problems when it comes to our infrastructure. So it it, it is a little scary. I mean, you know, at any point in time, we're super vulnerable to this. So it's crazy, yeah. but yeah, I, I like how we touched on that. It was, it was kind of nuts. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, I mean, I'm fucking with you. We're still fucking. We're still kind of screwed. And 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 
and to, to kind of pivot off that point, I mean, one of our greatest resources, I mean, for the most part, <laughs> are our fucking teachers. And, you know, you were trying to mention earlier that we have a massive teacher shortage right now. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, well, just, I mean, this is just specifically, I'll just speak on the the Houston area. Yeah. So recently, a lot of news stories related to HISD, which is the biggest school district in the state of Texas, um, having major shortage problems. So much so um, that they're actually going to probably have to close campuses, not because of like funding, because of literally shortage in staff and right. there's multiple other districts in the area i want to say crosby was one uh that may have to close campuses because think about that damn bro Closing this is campuses. serious this is serious. serious yep this isn't the school system you yep. and i envisioned nope. when we were in our heads man or when we were kids yep this is crazy like you wanted so, so i remember like in the houston area right like north forest isd closed down right right obviously in a very impoverished area, had a lot of problems. Um, yep. You know, Basically, that's a, a lot yeah. of, re- so they ended up literally, I was a school district. that just a fucking guy closed down and got right. sort of absorbed by HISD, I believe. Right. But like that was because of funding and, you know, bad management, all kinds of shit. Right. They closed it down. Right. But that wasn't because they didn't have enough people to work there Ugh. and that nobody and wants and i don't blame them nobody wants to be a fucking teacher because a they get paid dude districts advertise i'm gonna put this for real so ben you on a couple episodes ago um which was a sober fucking reality for a lot of people <laughs> you kind of redrew the lines of what's what people think of as middle class and you gave a real like accurate sort of it was accurate, but it, uh, like kind of cold and what am, what's the word I'm trying to say? It, it was startling, right? Because it because it it's true. What do you mean? You said you said like, dude, like if you don't make if your household income isn't like 250k, like you're poor. Oh, it's true. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. You know what teachers make like in in the highest paying districts? Oh, I know. In, in, oh. <laughs> First year teachers make in the, in like school districts will brag about this and be like, like, bro, like we first year teachers make 55 K. It's like, dude, what? That's, that's not keep bro. They made, what do you uh, think the average teacher made in like 1995? Oh, it was like, I bet it wasn't a, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, but how much does shit, right? Like it's not keeping up. Um, so what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> bad shit. <You're>, bad <laughs> shit. Like people talk about how <clears throat> teachers in some districts, right, have basically been reduced to like city employee type. Um, what's the, I don't want to say that and sounding like, like I'm being yeah, shitty. Yeah, I know what you're like, saying. I, I don't think you're but trying you know to be, what I mean, yeah. right? Like yeah, it's, they're, they're, um, well, okay. So you go to college, right? You go to college for four years. The average cost of a college is like 60 grand, I think, for a four-year degree. Um, and I'm factoring, you know, big state schools to, you know, from Harvard to, you know, UNT to go to a four year typical university is in the range between anywhere between 30 to, you know, $200,000. So your average is around 50 to 60 grand a year. Starting teachers 
actually, if you look at a nationwide survey and you average it, it's, oh, it's even less. $34,000 a year. No, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the stat, the, 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 uh, the salary that I just gave yeah. was, was the, the highest paying district in our area. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that yeah. number, that number's thrown around to be like, bro, like if you're not coming here, you're a yeah, fucking idiot. They, well, they act like they're back in the Brinks truck up for the, for that yeah. fucking pay. And it's just like, it, they're not. So yeah, that we doesn't do have, get you shit, but it doesn't. And, and, and I think that's where we continue to have this. I think that's where I think our nation is kind of stupid right now is that concept, which is basically like, oh yeah, well, you know, you know, hundred thousand dollars, this uh, ladies and gentlemen, like, and that's why I was trying to tell Rick the other day, because I did have that epiphany. The middle class is dead. It doesn't exist, man. I mean, we're, I, I think, I, I hate to say this, unfortunately, but I believe we're the last remnants of that. Yeah. Like, we're going to be the ones that like, like when our kids, our kids are going to talk about like, and I think maybe it's, I think even probably the people from the 60s and 70s look at us and go, oh my God, you guys really were fucked. You know, yeah. because, you know, you hear about the guy that could do it with one income. Now we're the people yeah. that have two incomes and we're able to buy houses and cars. But when our kids get out, they're not going to have anything. Like it's literally no. the, in, it's just, we just have watched the complete eradication of the middle class. So like what you're saying, I get it. Like, how are you going to offer somebody who paid 50, $60,000 for education? Whose literal job is to teach and protect your children. These people literally protect your children. There are teachers in almost every mass shooting that have died defending the children in that class. They've died for your children. Yeah. And yet we continue to pay substandard. Now, I think the big thing is this, you know, they're trying to wave around that bill. Oh, every teacher should at least make $60,000. And that's from Bernie Sanders. And I know Mm -hmm. he tries to say that to be realistic because, you know, the reality, every teacher should probably be paid a hundred thousand dollars. Like you should take the average you teachers, firemen, police officers, all those guys. You should take the average price of a house, cost of living, and there should be a formula based on that for them to get paid. Because yeah. they should always be in that arena oh, because you, it's huge. Dude, you have to invest things that you value in your society oh yeah yeah like that and that's we, how, don't. we don't at all we don't, we don't especially with teachers I mean, well and because teachers. well not to get this i feel like this is gonna the inevitable tangent Uh-oh. but you're never gonna have that's why our our government never solves any problem because it isn't based on the the system isn't set up for right. them to solve problems it's just to stay well, in yeah. office so long that you can accumulate you know to massive amounts massive amounts of fucking money (laughs) (laughs) so obviously it's going to go this direction but it's really sad to see um people are not entering the profession right nope uh you and actually they're leaving in droves they're leaving in droves droves, that's not good that doesn't that doesn't bode well for the future well it never no it doesn't not in the country that makes and that's what's so fucking disheartening is for a country that generates this amount of wealth. Yep. We can't. Whoa. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. The ones that are making the moves and generating the wealth on their own, their kids go to fucking got all the resources in the world because yep. they're not in the public school system. 
Well, and 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 did you hear what's happening? And and unfortunately, um, so our our illustrious governor Abbott is now introducing the concept of school vouchers, right? Um, and you know, I hate to say this, but when you're in, so when you're in districts that are doing what's happening, especially out in in, in North Texas and places like yeah. that. You kind of want to do it because you almost prefer your kids to go to private school. But the problem is, is once people start taking their kids out of public schools, it's going to take a lot of that funding away. Yeah. And, and and you see these poor teachers go, oh, my God, we're going to lose money. And they're right. But the fact that, that that still is part of this whole solution is I don't really feel bad in a sense because the school districts are right now. I have three basketball stadiums being built. Right. And, and and another football stadium for shitty football teams that like don't do anything. They, they, these aren't like teams that like, oh, we won state several times. I mean, these fuckers barely have a winning record, but they're building a hundred million dollar stadium. They're building five million dollar basketball stadiums, three right. or four of them. But you can't pay your teachers more. It's just the bloat of the public school system and its priorities. I mean. Like I told you, right? My fucking the high school over here has an eighteen wheeler for its band. Oh no, I believe you, dude. They uh, employ a person full time to drive the eighteen wheeler for all the band stuff. Yeah, dude. I mean, I spent time. We've talked about this. I've I spent time as a uh, union representative for yeah. one of the highest performing districts in the state of Texas. Yep. Um, and. At the same time, I saw the the old professional when teaching was like a profession, right? You know, like start to leave and start to leave with a lot of bitterness, you know, and and pass on the message to the young ones coming up, saying like, "Hey, um, this is really sad. Like, I never thought it would be in this state. Uh, not one uh, deviated from that opinion. I'll be totally honest, dude. Uh, like, it's fucked up. And this is that." Like I said, these are ones that are performing in one of the highest performing districts in the state, uh, um, at least at the time. But uh, yeah, it's not going in the right direction. And, and with these vouchers, right, it's to me, it feels like it sucks because it's like a Band-Aid. It's like a Band-Aid, but it's like, of course, you're going to take the Band-Aid if you're in that position because you just you're looking at your individual things. But it takes like a bigger perspective. Like, in other words, no individual, right? Let's say there's this family in a very poor area. They're very poor. Yep. Um, the school that they're zoned to is is terrible. There's like gang violence and things. So they, if they get offered the chance for their kid, who's maybe like has a very high potential to go, they're going to, the individual family is going to take that every time. But yep. the problem is the responsibility of the government to actually fix the problem, which is the fact that these underperforming schools are allowed to exist. Um, when the the funding's there, it's just not getting allocated to the right places, and we're not right. va- we don't value education as a means to better our society. We're just the only motivation for anything uh, is bottom line profits and. That's the sad state that we're well, in. And, well, and it's, it's not even profits. It's not going to improve until. You know. Right. And I wouldn't even say it's so much even profits. It's just the fucking, 
it's not even profits. It's just a, a, a bloat of usage of money for all these other things. You know, we got these huge football stadiums. We have these massive fucking bands now. That's the new thing of these huge bands that are spending millions of dollars. I mean, they built a parking lot at the high school, the local high school. They they spent $1.2 million to build a parking lot for them to practice on. Yeah. Hey, I got my, 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 my son's a trom- uh, trombone player. Bro. So. I'm all in. I, I get it, but it I'm just, shouldn't be no, a sub- it. like I agree. Should, I agree. Like, I agree. like a school. This is a school budget. Like for all the all the school administrators out there that listen, the, the if we even have one, ninety eight percent of your money should be going to paying the teachers and making sure that kids can learn. One to two percent of your budget should be used for everything else. And that's just straight up truth, right? You you don't need sports yeah. programs. You fucking don't need them. You don't need well, bands. I mean, you need you them. Don't. I, I no, think you don't. Sports are I, think Europe, I think Europe does it the best. Europe has with... private clubs and oh. and uh, and uh, community sporting like clubs. Okay. I think that's how it should be done because it doesn't need to be in the schools, right? You you shouldn't. And like like Manchester United, like right to take a, a pro a pro club team, there they have their own school system, right? Because right. they they invest in talent and they go oh well well hold on excuse me sorry you. that is Bless a first you, Mexican Nostradamus uh, thank you I'll take it but like Manchester United right they'll school a kid from grade school to high school whatever right and it's on their dime because they that's the talent right well right because they know that they're gonna probably produce a guy that's gonna be worth a bajillion dollars exactly but how much did and I'll, I'll say Jalen Hurt, right? Because he's from yeah. my, he's from where I'm from, right? Yeah. Guy comes from Channelview, comes from East Side of Houston. Oh, yeah. Big up, dude. Yeah, dude. We yeah. didn't even, y'all didn't yeah. even come from there. On the last Fucking yeah. dope dude, whatever. Cool guy. I don't know him, but you know, it's funny how many, it's funny how many people local, I, yeah. I know are like, oh, I remember walking the halls with him. I like, dude, you're my age. He's not, right. Not your, he's <laughs> you not know, your I know age. people do. Yeah. Fucking dude, stupid. Anyways, but like, how much did the city, uh, of Houston or Eastside Houston or Chalview, how much did they get from his NFL rise? Nothing. Nothing. Not a fucking dime. And you know what? They're going to spend millions to commemorate him. They're going to name us uh, a wing after him. They're going to build a little right. trophy case for him. They're going to spend all this money to. Com- but how much did Jalen Hurt bring the city of Houston? Nothing. Right. right. But when Manchester United takes the athlete and puts them through their program, right? Some are duds, but they still sell ones that aren't. So like, let's say you had a Jalen Hurt that went through Channel View uh, Athletic Club football team, right? right. Well, Jalen Hurt would have a financial, the, 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 the city of Channel View or whatever would have a financial stake in Jalen Hurt's success. So once he went to the big leagues, they say, great. We'll sell them for $20 million to the, you know, to the Philadelphia Eagles. And then the city of Channelview or the city of uh, Houston yeah. or East Houston would get $20 million. Right. And so oh, that could go back into a program. I got you. Yeah. So now the you reframing it that way, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, there, there is no I, financial I, incentive. My, yeah. My statement was just based on like, Hey, sports are important. 
but I see what you're saying. Like the division in the way it's structured. Right. And how it works. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, well, just fuck. I mean, the biggest example of that is college athletics. Like, right. Look at NCAA oh. football players. Do you know how much fucking money? Oh, dude. Boodles pe- of money. Boodles. College football. I don't know the statistics to that. I mean, obviously NFL is the biggest sporting organization in North America. Right. Um, by far. Yes. Um, but co- dude, college football oh. is not to be fucking fucked with. Dude, billions. College football is a fucking beast. Juggernaut. It's a juggernaut. Of it's a juggernaut. Industry. And it's paid yep. not one player in that whole structure. Nope. Paid. Time except for now they have the the likeness things and they can get paid for right. having Instagram and, really, and stuff. That's very new. Yeah, but 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 it the college Bro, still isn't paying it. Johnny Fo- just still not doing. Dude, it. Johnny Football got crucified for oh, signing he autographs. Bro. He got for five hundred bucks a pop. Yeah, dude, that's funny. And now, but now John, you can have an Instagram, right? You dude, Instagram. now that it's all said and done, you know what's funny? Fucking hmm. Johnny Menzel, like. When it's all said and done, right? It never Bro. mattered. Like he yeah, was never yeah. gonna be a fucking he was too little. Top, dude, he was never gonna be a top no, five no, NFL no. quarterback. But but like in retrospect, it's so great. I'm so glad he existed. Like he was really fun for a while, especially <laughs> he here, really right? Because yeah. it was right, it was right when Texas AM joined the SEC. And if yeah. you're a fan of college football, you know that like SEC. Um, SEC is the best fucking conference in college football, like yeah. overall, right? They win right. the most titles. Their teams are strong. Like it's ultra competitive. Every fucking, every single team on any given day could probably beat 90% of the other, the other team. It's this whole different thing. Yep. Um, but you hate it, right? If you're from Texas, because Texas wasn't a part of this, Texas had the, the big 12, right? With Texas yeah. and Texas A&M. Uh, the problem with Texas, right? As far as like the population, they probably produce more NFL talent than proportionately than any goddamn region does for any sport in the fucking world. Right? Like, dude, like if you go to, if you tell me if I'm fucked up, state of Texas, go at all the Super Bowl quarterbacks for the entire goddamn history of the NFL, right? There's probably more Texas Fucking there's players. more Texas everything. There's more Texas players than fucking everything. Any, any I'm sorry. I don't care if you're not statistics. from Texas. I'm sorry if you're not from Texas, but we produce probably the greatest soldiers, football yeah. players. For, obviously, Florida is all day long. Florida and California, too, like all day. I mean, but Texas, they're, they're originally from Texas. Their parents that's moved to Florida and to California, Hunter. and that's what happened. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Don't want to make this national brief, but the best football players come from Texas. I don't even fucking watch American football. And it's just a com. It's just a commonality, right? It's Dude, just a if, reality of it. If you put, if you put, NFL player into Chat GPT and, <laughs> and wanted to get a profile, he's from Texas. Texas. He's from a small town in Texas. If you think I'm lying, go fuck yourself. Go he's from fucking it. Midland. He's from fucking he's from, Midland, yeah. Odessa, and no. he fucking rushed for you know 4,800 yards just one season. No. I mean, okay. yeah. I mean, it, it, we are the crucible, but but nonetheless, well, well, hold on. But let me finish yeah. the thought. Uh, so talking about like tech. So anyway, uh, that was such a big deal because A and M had just joined the SEC, right? And to watch Johnny Football take down Alabama when he was with Texas A and M, oh, yeah. I'm not even an A and M fan per se, right? 
But I was like, bro, like just on some Texas shit, I was right. fucking hyped when Johnny fucking football <laughs> beat Alabama on national. Because at the time they were ranked number one and AM fucking smoked them on national TV uh, back when I was way more into college football than I am today. But like that was a big. So in other words, like dude had his little moment. Um and not only that, but he did it like in kind of a fuck you way because yeah. he got a lot of shit, dude. People were like, this guy, especially when he went to the NFL with Cleveland, he was out oh, partying. Was dude, he at the end of the day, dude, he was a fucking rich kid who was just there for the ride. Oh, he, yeah. He didn't give a shit, dude. He did his thing. He fucking made some money. He partied. He had a good time. He, oh, he had a blast. He, he beat fucking Alabama. At the end of the day, I'm a fan of the Johnny fucking Manziel story. He did. He fucking did. I'll, say, uh, he I'll say that on it. record. Like He crushed That it. was a fun fucking ride back when he was, um, you know, as a college football purist, man. I remember a lot of critique because he was such a fucking, even his dad was kind of like, <laughs> Yeah, my boy's kind of a piece of shit. I'm not gonna lie to you, but uh, you know. throw football around a little bit, he run can around a little bit, throw uh, the you know, fuck out that right. ball. He can play, he can. play a little foosball. He's not bad. I mean, he's okay. I was a little <laughs> better Johnny. than he he's was. A, to be quite he's honest, he's a fucking card. He's a little personality for you, but goddamn, he can throw the chuck the goddamn I mean, football. He loves that cocaine allegedly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> allegedly <laughs> loves to fuck out some cocaine, <laughs> boy, yeah, dude. Dude, he did. Yeah. He uh, I mean, allegedly he fucking Skip loved this shit dude, out as of, of this, powder, bro. As of this moment, I just came to a fucking epiphany. Huh. Skip the noise fully endorses the entirety of Johnny. Yeah, we do. Sells we do. Career. If we could afford to put something on his jersey, we oh, would. We would. we would. We would. Hey, yo, I think Indy playing down, down, dude. If what, you're what, listening, you know what? Hold yeah, on. I th- he Let me see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna run a great. I'm gonna run a quick search. It might not be too late. The XFL, dude. Houston. Oh no. Uh, let's see, Johnny Manziel. What is he up to? I think he did play in Canada. He I played, know he did for sure because he was on the Browns. Oh, that didn't yeah, go well. he's what's the fan controlled football league. Oh, it's a fuck. professional seven new, on seven indoor football shit. league. Yeah. Yes, he's in there, he's in that one. So, yeah, where the uh, basically, I guess, the fans call you the know, plays, the, the fans call the plays. That's right, yeah. I forgot about that. shit yeah, he's on like the zappers. So dope, dude. It's like an online. It's basically mm. like you're playing manager mode on Madden or something. I think the last one he was, I think the last, I think, like I the, think fans the current team he's on is called the zappers. And the mm-hmm. last game they played was them versus the beast. So uh, they're, 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 they need to work on, they, they, there's some fine points they can work yeah. on, but at least he's still, hey, guess what? Probably still getting paid more than me. So what the fuck do I know? Right. Yeah. But, well, no, that's what I'm saying. So it's just come full circle. The city of Houston gets nothing. Yeah. Not a dime. And they spent millions on these football programs when they have kids that can't eat lunch. Yeah. So I get it, right? Everyone wants to have the glory. But if you don't, if it doesn't contribute anything, we don't need to have it. That's why I really think that privatized leagues, like I really think like what, the English do and and in particular with the, with their soccer club programs and what a lot of other countries Spain you know France, everything they basically make sports a, a more of a privatized thing because a better coaching b yeah. it's very focused and it and it sorts and finds talent very quickly well it's smarter 
it's smarter from a business standpoint. Too. Exactly. Exactly. You're actually, you you're actually, these players. You're crushing this right now because it's an epiphany. And obviously, as a fan of uh, soccer as well, yeah. like yes, I've taken note of the very stark differences in youth uh, sports. You know, when it comes right, to right. Europe, Europe versus Europe, for really the whole entire world versus the United States, it's very different. Yes. But I'm wondering, even from a business standpoint, why? I mean, really, we're just eating them up and chewing them out. Like, think, for example, right, the English Premier League. And those, dude, those kids are not from, like, good environment. Like, generally no. speaking, They're you from know what I mean? It's really it's hard yeah. place. Like, the, just, I mean, just in sports in general, right? The the yeah. The sort of kids with rougher backgrounds, there's just more at stake, man. I don't care how you shake it out. Yes, you'll have some exceptions. You'll have kids who grew up uh, – you know what I mean? With a soccer fucking field in their backyard and had all right, this, like, right. Prime, I mean, right, like, yeah, like Beckham's that, kids. <laughs> you're, you're right. Like you're always going to get those kids, but by and large, man, with any sport, just like in America too, like football, basketball, you're going to have, um, it's generally speaking, um, you know, working class, uh, you know, poor, poor, or even poor. Right. Impoverished kids, especially with like NBA. Right. Um, so anyway, my point in saying that is like, what's crazy is how these kids, most of them are chewed up and spit out. Right. We see the big examples, right? We see the success stories. We see the right. LeBron Jameses. We see these who are set for life. Right. But, but dude, we don't, what's not talked about enough is like the NF, the average NFL career is like two years. What do you think happens, man? They don't get, they come into the league. They get a couple million bucks thrown them. Maybe. Right. I mean, maybe they're like a third string fucking offensive lineman. Right. You know, I may, may maybe fucking more. Yeah. Realistically, like there's, you know, but like, so, so that's the attraction, right? That's where you have, you well, get to, but that's like you the go cool through, well, you got to go through caught. Well, hold on just yeah. real quick to finish, but you drag that, that individual right out of school and you put them into another school system, the collegiate system. They basically have other than baseball, the other major sports almost require that you go into the collegiate system, right? NFL, certainly nobody comes oh, yeah. out of high school, right? NBA a little bit. You used to have more of that with the high school. There was kind of waves of it, right? right. Like the Kobe kind of era. There was a, uh, Kevin Garnett, I think, was yeah. another example. Fucking amazing. You, you had that happen of right. kids going from high school straight to the NBA. And the reason is, think about it, from an investment standpoint, a Kobe Bryant comes along, like a once-in-a-generation type of guy or a KG. Right. The, they're at the level, the magnitude of their playing is such that people with monies in their eyes are going to be like, no, 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 there's no fucking way we're going to let this dude risk millions of dollars for an injury. Right. You see what I'm saying? So like the, the capitalism in the, in it all plucked them out because it was such a fucking um, winning ticket. Right. Whereas if like you're saying with the, with that structure, you hedge your bets a little bit, like you push the masses through and that money's going to flow based on, you know what I mean? The level of the athletes and overall it's a better, healthier business system. Whereas right. this, whereas this, it's like, you're going to get the ones you want for a cheap price, right. but you're going to spit and chew out 
the droves of the athletes that are not the, you know what I mean? The 75 percentile. Oh yeah. The ones yeah. you never hear of the ones you never remember past two or three years Yep, uh, are all going to go out in the Washington. How are they doing now, man? Who's making the documentary on the fucking guy who played in the NFL for one and a half seasons and now is living on government assistance. I'm sure that dude exists somewhere. Oh, dude, hell, well, there's there's several pro players that are in government government assistance at this point. They don't have any goddamn life skills, bro. Like all they know how to do is shoot a fucking basketball. So if that doesn't work, bro, I have friends. Yeah, I've got friends that that happened. Yep. Yep. That's why I'm so fucking I'm I'm passionate about it, dude, because I've seen people's lives ruined by that fucking system. Right. Bullshit. Right. But that's the thing is that they use them. And and, 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 but the thing is, is that once so see, that's the other part about that is that it it takes away this bullshit free athlete system, because once you're in Manchester United's program, you're you're getting paid. Yeah. Even as a child, you're getting paid. You have a stipend. This is how much you make. And then, you know, of course, as you progress up the ranks, if you continue to make it because they, you know, they do cut players frequently right well, but yeah, they have to. but That's as you continue up the ranks you start getting paid more and then you know you move on versus yeah. this system like like you said where they kind of they they take some talented people but they 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 straggle them through the system to help the feeders of these great players that are, you know what i'm saying it's just Bro. a very it's a very dysfunctional setup and and the fact that we have to pay for it and when these guys become big players they don't do anything back is an issue yeah because well here's the thing too one fucking Patrick fucking Mahomes is worth 50. Oh, he's a rich kid. John's you know, his dad Smith. was a ranger. Oh, I didn't know that. A rich fucking kid. He's a rich okay. Kid. Well, yeah. okay. Different example. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Fucking. And I was about to say Kobe too, but his dad was a guy. <laughs> former NBA player. Yeah. Um, fucking LeBron James. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, this uh, is true. So like. one of those makes up for this. So that's what I'm saying. Like the system is set up to profit off the fucking 10 guys. Right. Right. That, that, that make the league go like the show pieces and whatever, 15, let's be generous at the expense of how, however many people look it up. What? Um, you know, Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. It, it, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I, that, and I'm, and I'm with you. I just think in the end, that's where we're kind of stuck. And I think that's just part of this, part of the process. I think that's where we are. I think that's why I get mad. We, you know, and that, and to circle all the way, 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 way back. <laughs> that's yeah. why we get mad that teachers don't get paid shit. And they're yeah. talking about, oh, teachers, right. You know, when Bernie says 60,000, no, no, your teachers, and and firefighters and police officers should be paid based on a formula with society. Like if the average price of a house is three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars, then police officers, teachers and firefighters should be paid to live in those houses. Right. What it works, it works in the system because they want two or three percent to drive the action and they yeah. want the other ninety seven percent sheep to be consumers. Yep. So yep. it works out. That's why it's never going to change because yeah. that's what keeps it's the not. running. So it's it's anyway. not. It's just sad. It's just very sad. It's very sick. And it's just uh it's it, it's it's a problem. But but moving on, I think we're gonna probably start slowly closing yeah. the we're gonna start closing closing the uh 
closing the runway here. Oh, I like it. I, I you know, the guy with the little, <laughs> yellow, the guy with the little orange things is waving us in. He's saying, come on, That's you right. jerk offs. It's time to get off this fucking, this fucking tarmac. You fucking jerk off so I can throw your, your luggage down the, down the, those things. You ever seen those videos of those guys? Oh, where the they just chuck the shit? They don't give a fuck, dude. The they greatest don't thing give I've ever fuck. seen. Why I would love they give it. A fuck, dude? You know, why, why would they? Not getting paid shit. No, once again, why would they? Once again, we're reiterating the realities, folks. If you don't pay people money, they don't give a fuck. Exactly. And the way, the, real quick before yeah, uh, yeah, 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 our yeah, parting please. words, you know, sometimes I envision, unfortunately, in the way society's working out today, Sometimes I get a little concerned, you know, and I start to play scenarios on the head. What would you do if, right? The attacks on the power grids. We've suffered, dude, here in Houston with all the weather and the fucking hurricanes. You know, we're used to long stretches without power. So, you know, maybe more so than other places. We're a little bit, I got our mind wrapped around that to a degree, you know, and kind of what would we do? But, you know, I wonder, right, if somebody really fucking took down the power grid, like these one of these crazy white supremacist groups and like really was organized <laughs> and really was sophisticated and really just shut the shit down, <clears throat> you know, it'd be a little scary. So I started thinking in my head, like, what would I do? And you know what I started thinking? What? Like, obviously, right. Okay. I, c- I can have weaponry to defend my own house. Uh, but at some point, that's not quite enough. You can't just think small like that. So I started thinking you know, like, here's what I would probably do. And this is my message to the Skip Noise listenership. Get to know, I know today it's not as common as it used to be. We used to have our neighbor's fucking house keys, right? And if we went on vacation, we'd feed their cats and shit. That doesn't exist anymore. I don't think that's really the world we live in today. But you should still be a little bit social with your neighbors because just envision a scenario where you may have to think uh, and take action the way I'm projecting. I would literally knock on the doors of everybody on my block, right? If it shit really got gnarly, where it was like, fuck, we can't even get to the store. Like the stores don't have power. Like, the, you know, supply chain is fucked. It's gone, blah, blah, blah. We just have to rely on the resources. The salesman in me would knock on every door. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I'd call a meeting, right? For the block. Right. Not even the next street, just my my street, right? Some people would be like, this is bullshit. Okay, fuck you. We'll get, I'll just, whatever, cut our losses. Whoever's there, get a core group, right? Who does what? Find out what everybody's resources are. How much food do you have? How many guns do you have? Blah, 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 blah. Start setting up like a government for your own street. You know? Oh, fuck. We're good. Dude, you're going, you're going like, yeah. I remember, I remember, and that's funny. Remember we had that long conversation yeah. a long time ago about me saying, we got to go back more to a local level of control yeah. where, where we regulate our lives that way versus having to reach into these crazy, crazy ass, you know, and I, and like I said, there's certain inalienable rights that we need to maintain. Cause there are some assholes out there who'd be like, yeah, yeah, well, you know what? In my neighborhood, we're you no, know, no black people are allowed. I mean, okay. Okay. There's cool. going to be those. What if they have, assholes. what if they have canned corn and you don't, what do you, well, they, they don't care. They're just, what if you have a generator? There's just going to be assholes, right? No, but There's what I'm assholes. saying, I don't have that opera. Like my, right, right, right. We my don't street, think that way. My street. Yeah. My street is all kinds of, you know, everything. I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, in a scenario like that, right? You have to be real, right? right. You say, okay, well, this guy, I know the dude at the T, like at the little T bone. He's he's some kind of salvage dude. He's one up, like he's the next level than like what I'm even doing. Right, right. Um, 
Cause yeah, I, I see him come home with his hauls. Like he'll have a whole trailer full of like bullshit. He nice. probably he probably like cruise rich neighborhoods on trash day, dude. And then he, then some he of those has guys like can these, flip that. Shit oh no, no, he. I think he does pretty well, from what I've gathered. He's got a bunch of cool dogs too. They look yeah. like those rush. Like if you took a pit bull and shrunk it. Like yeah. In that, remember that Russian commercial with the guy with the mini giraffe? In yeah. His, in his palm. That's funny. That's what this guy did to like a pit bull. I, oh boy it's like a chihuahua size little pit it's weird I don't, that's fucking that i don't is know if it exists in i don't nature. want nothing yeah dude you you may have just no, outed your neighbor for a geneticist no okay? but he's got no he's i noticed right away when he moved in that like he was on you know he i i, I vibe but so anyway yeah so you establish this little thing like who's got what and the resources and but that's where you really you have to fine tune <laughs> uh you know, your chess playing abilities when it comes to personalities. Cause right. it's like you can't well, be too much of an asshole and demanding. Cause then they could say the guy, maybe the guy's got more guns than you, or he's got more, you know, he's got two teenage sons who are right. So you have to bro, factor all this shit in. So bro, gotta, you're, you're doing neighborhood survivor now, bro. That's what you, you got a whole TV got, series, but hey, I'm well, pretty sure though, bro, this is part of your plan to start the cult. Okay, you're gonna start with your street, move on. It's I'm just not gonna saying, be. I'm not saying it's not related. <laughs> you're gonna be. You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna come outside, pray all your neighbors, and start doing calisthenics and be like, no, "Who I do you want to be your leader, huh? No, Who do you want to be your fucking leader? I, me, I already do. me, or, you, me, Bro. or your fucking flabby husband? Which you, one is it? What are you doing for real? What do you think? Skip the noise, running club. Um, I'm surveying. Who the gets land. the mating rights, huh? And. I, I'm kind, I'm kind of being funny, but I'm kind of serious. Like, I don't think that there's anybody, I pointed this out on a few episodes ago. I don't think there's anybody in my community that knows um, the terrain to the level that I do. And I'm kind of being serious. Like, I as far as are. like, hey, this That's why I keep laughing. Because you're just like, hey. Because I'm, because you know, I'm right. <laughs> I know. I there's literally shit, nobody that exists that's in, that does oh. shit like that. Oh, so anyway, man. I know the train. I'm valuable in that way. Right? I love it. I fucking I can love turn, it. I can turn. I can. I can make them say yes to what I'm thinking. I fucking um, love it. You gotta. You gotta go with these scenarios in your head in the world we live in today, man. It's never too. I mean, my 401k is taking a big shit in the middle of the street with oh, fucking yeah. vultures and shit. Like That's everybody else's is. That's everybody. You know what I mean? Brother. What yep. are you gonna do? What are you gonna do though? So you got to get creative. You got to get crafty. Yep. You might have to call an audible. Oh, Tom Brady, you know? Yep. Yep. Or Peyton Manning. Oh, oh, fuck. Fuck, right? Fucking all of them, dude. So I know Ben's got to go, man. I pre, I mean, hey, first of all, Hobie, I really appreciate you. Oh, yeah. yeah, Of course, dude. Because I know you just did it. You just did an episode last night. Yeah. I just had to get a little mic time because y'all inspired me so, uh, so significantly. Well, this was fun. I'm really being serious. Yeah. This is fun as hell. But 133, holy shit. If you're listening to this, like if you just caught the download, (laughs) go back and make sure you catch 133 on the flipper too. We had a lot of fun. That was a classic. Oh yeah, dude. All right. Well, Hey, look, that definitely have to say I do. I, I I'm with you on all. I'm with I'm with you on the smaller on the smaller control. I think it would be great. Uh, I am a little worried though that you will you will grow your hair out longer than mine and you will become a cult leader. That's what I see. Ultimately that's my big fear. And ladies and gentlemen, would it be so bad? Right. Except the, except he may do promise, uh, what promenius noctura, 
where uh, as soon as you get married, he has to sleep with, with your wife, like Braveheart style. Why is, why is that prima nocta. Prima nocta. You're going to do it. I know you are. You're going to scream. And as soon as like someone gets married, you're going to run into their fucking like wedding and go prima nocta and just carry their wife away. And you're just like, that might cause problems. That might no, cause that's problems. only if I can recruit like an enforcer. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Like a whole crew. <laughs> see what I'm saying? I already got that angle. I see. Covered, I, dude. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's a good security somebody, measure. Somebody, a big brute that's a little bit dumber that I can manipulate <laughs> that might have a little more weaponry, you know, maybe a military background. <laughs> that's all I need, dude. And he gets, second, he gets second. He gets second knocked out. He gets seconds, dude. He gets second knocked out. Bro, it's that chick's gonna be chick's going to be done by the end of that night, man. Dude, I'm telling with your crew what's well, oh, like boy. fucking putin dude putin couldn't like physically kick you know vince mcmahon's ass but he's nope. definitely got the brand on he could well you think <laughs> fucking bro he gets he why gets, did i say vince McMahon? Know. he gets That's he so gets funny, dude. he gets nickel to take care of the vince same McMahon, age bro well yeah because yeah. vince mcmahon's on all the juice all those dudes are dude oh, it's mcmahon's awesome but very, very often to the to the conversation about who's on juice and who's not and how much Putin can handle physically. I would like to say goodnight to you, motherfuckers. And hopefully you guys have a good night. And uh, yeah, and hopefully uh, maybe next week we can try to get the get the three Trio. musketeers together Let's to fuck some it. shit up. So um, y'all fuck be careful yeah. out there. Keep it real. Represent. <laughs> Peace. Peace.